So I have been re-listening to the Chronicles of Narnia on Audible recently, audiobook, and I am currently making my way through The Voyage of the Dawn Shredder. Any Chronicles of Narnia fans at church today? All right, very good. Well, at one point in this particular book, The Voyage of the Dawn Shredder, one of the characters, Eustace, who up till this point had been totally rude and selfish and whiny and overall just a real pain in the you-know-where, discovers a dragon's cave on an abandoned island. Now, thankfully, the old dragon that once lived there already died, and the cave was now empty. So when a big old thunderstorm rolls through, Eustace gladly takes refuge inside of this cave. And while waiting for all of the rain and the thunder and the lightning to stop, he ends up falling asleep on top of the dragon's great big pile of gold. And when he wakes up, to his horror, he finds that he himself had become a dragon. Scales, claws, teeth, and all. He was no longer a grumpy, self-centered little beast of a boy. He was now quite literally a terrible, fire-breathing dragon. Eustace remains in this miserable state for some time, totally beyond any kind of hope of cure, until one night, he suddenly sees this great lion approaching him, Aslan. And he's coming toward him on the beach. And silently, Aslan leads him away, off to a pool of water up in the mountains. And Eustace feels drawn to go down into this pool. But the only problem is, is that He's too big of a dragon to do it. And so he thinks to himself, well, if only I could peel off some of these dragon scales, perhaps I could even fit down into that pool and be refreshed. So he starts to claw off layer by layer his dragon skin, and he steps out of it like a big old snake shedding his skin. And at first he's very relieved. But then he looks at himself in the pool, and he sees his reflection, and he realizes that he is still all scaly and rough. He's still too big. He's still a big dragon. And so he scratches and claws a second time and peels away a second layer of dragon skin, stepping out only to find that he is still not rid of the thing. And so he does it a third time, right? But it's just no good. However many layers of dragon skin he claws away by his own desperate efforts, he remained a great, big, terrible dragon. And at long last, Aslan himself steps in and he says to Eustace, you'll have to let me. You'll have to let me do it. And though Eustace is understandably afraid of the lion's claws, he agrees to surrender and allow Aslan to do it for him. So the lion sets to work and proceeds to tear away, somewhat painfully I might add, the whole entire dragon skin. And then bam, it's finished. Eustace had been undragoned. He was a little boy again, totally changed, renewed, and relieved of that great burden of all of those nasty scales and claws, he was transformed both inside and out. 
So let me ask you this. Are you feeling weighed down? Do the responsibilities of your life sometimes feel too heavy to bear at times? Does your struggle with personal sin fill you with desperation and even shame? Are you finding it downright impossible to get rid of your dragon skins once and for all? You keep on peeling them away more and more, tearing away layer after layer after layer. You're doing everything that you can to rid yourself of sin, to put to death the deeds of the flesh, as St. Paul put it in our second reading. But when you look back into the mirror of your soul, you still only seem to see a dragon staring right back at you. If that's you, then be not afraid. Because Jesus sees you, he's looking at you, and he loves you, and he says to you, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Let that word sink in deep for just a minute. Jesus wants to give you rest. Thank you, Lord. I want that rest. Don't you? I want the real life Aslan, Jesus Christ himself, to come to me and say, you'll have to let me do it. You'll have to let me undragon you, Anthony. Your own efforts, necessary and good and holy as they often are, will never be enough. Give up that hope of ever fixing yourself. Surrender to me instead. Let me save you. Come to me. I will give you rest. It can really be frustrating, but it's almost as if we each need to come to the very end of our own efforts. We have to try so hard to undragon ourselves and ultimately come to a sort of rock-bottom experience of failure, just like Eustace did, before we each finally realize that we literally can't do this. We need help. We need a savior. And then we hear that beautiful first reading today from the prophet Zechariah. Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. Look, the king of heaven himself comes to give you rest. He comes to undragon you. He comes to peel away all of those nasty layers of scales and sins and faults that surround you and hold you bound. He comes to relieve you of that great burden, and his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Our psalm today put it so beautifully. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works, even those who may have turned into dragons. He lifts up all who are falling, and he raises up all who are bowed down. Jesus himself will do that. He will heal us, not, not ourselves. We can't heal ourselves. He died on a cross and rose from the dead to accomplish precisely this, to transform and renew us, to make us into a new creation, 
to place the Holy Spirit into us so that we no longer are in the flesh, but are in the Spirit, as St. Paul puts it in his letter to the Romans. We are in principle already no longer in dragon skins. But the question for us now is, are we willing to surrender to Aslan's claws? Are we completely willing to submit ourselves to the Lord who says to us, come to me and I will give you rest, but you'll have to let me do it. That is the really tough part for us because we're really stubborn. At some level, we are still under the insane impression that if we just try harder the next time, if we just grit our teeth a little bit firmer and really put our back into it, then we will be able to carry our burden. Then we can get rid of our sin. Then we can fix our family. Then we can make the world all perfect again. Then there won't be any more suffering anywhere. Then we can be worthy of God's love, and we won't even really need his help anymore. We'll be free of the dragon inside of us if we just shed enough layers. Thank you very much, Aslan, but we don't need your claws. Thank you very much, Jesus, but we don't need your crucifixion. We don't need your salvation. We don't need your free gift of grace. But here's the thing. If we go on insisting to do it ourselves, if we so exhaust ourselves, peeling back layer after layer after layer of dragon skin, then we are never going to come to the end of it. There will be more and more layers, and we will get more and more discouraged by the state of our souls, the state of the world around us, the state of the church, you name it, everything. We'll just be discouraged. And once that sort of jaded discouragement sets fully in, then there is the very real risk of simply resigning ourselves to a really big lie. Well, I guess I'm just a dragon. That's just who I am. This is just the way it is. And that is no way to live. Instead, we need to learn how to surrender. We need to surrender to the king who comes to us meek and humble of heart. We need to surrender to his loving, yet sometimes painful, claws. We need to surrender to Jesus, the one who promises us rest from all of our burdens, if we only take on his yoke and receive his burden. Now, if you don't know how to surrender, and we're all learning, right? We're all learning how to surrender. But if you want to learn today, like, how do I even start to do that? Well, then a really good place to start is a little devotion called the Surrender Novena. Has anyone ever prayed this novena before? The Surrender Novena. It is a wonderful little prayer, and for nine straight days, you meditate on the providence of the Lord and all of the ways that he is already taking care of your entire life, lifting all of your burdens and helping you to carry them. And it's also a meditation on how useless all of our worrying ultimately is. And every single day, you finish the prayer by praying the following little prayer ten times. Ten times straight. Here's the prayer. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. That's a great prayer. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. You take care of everything. 
This is the heart of surrender. This encapsulates what it means to come to Jesus and find rest in him. Jesus, I surrender to you. Take care of everything. Take care of my sins. Take care of my struggles. Take care of my worries. I'll do the best that I can, but you will need to take care of all of my dragon skins. You need to undragon me once and for all, and I surrender myself to you.